Hello, this is Dan Trito, and I would like to welcome you to today's podcast of the Dan Trito Show. And I'm actually in a beautiful park right now, a park I've never been to, by the way. It's really cool to go out and explore once in a while, and it's fantastic when you find a new place that's exciting and fresh and there's people and places and trees and parks that you've never experienced before. Right now, um, you're probably hearing maybe some of the squirrels that make that sawing sound up in the trees. Maybe the wind will blow across my phone. That's what I'm recording this podcast in right now. I'm walking through some crunchy leaves right now. Uh, It happens to be the beginning of September, which is just the opening door toward autumn. So there's already some leaves on the ground over here. Don't know if they're from last autumn or not, but they're crunchy. (laughs) And um, on today's podcast, um, there's some kids actually coming my way right now, so you're going to hear some background noise. Uh, But anyway, um, today's podcast is about uh, the very serious topic of uh, loneliness. And um, there's a millions of people in the earth right now in our country, the country I'm from, the United States, that are experiencing loneliness. And probably for many reasons. Uh, Loneliness may be due to divorce. Uh, Loneliness potentially due to um, the death of a friend or a family member. Uh, Loneliness because of insecurity. Maybe just um, you have the tendency to be alone. You don't branch out and try to forge new relationships in your life. There's a lot of reasons for loneliness, but it's rampant in the world and potentially it's increasing. It's hard to measure that, but I know that the the, uh, suicide rates are going up in certain age groups and a lot of people are without hopeless, are living without hope and Some of that, if not much of it, is because of loneliness. Just the lack of significant relationships in your life. And the kind of loneliness that I've experienced over the last three years uh, was primarily due to my divorce. Um, I mentioned this on other um, podcasts that I've broadcast in the past that, you know, I went through a pretty devastating divorce Uh, two and a half years ago, and it's been a a hard, long road of recovery. And I'm not recovered yet. I'm definitely not completely healed. And one of the emotional experiences that I've, you know, been steeped in um, through this last two and a half, three years is loneliness. I've always been with somebody for many, many years. You know, I was married, um, and I... always believed that it was to my best friend in the whole world. And you, you know how that is if you've had that kind of, of experience where, you know, two people literally become one. And that's the way it was and that's the way I considered it to be. But when the divorce happened, uh, all of a sudden you're split asunder and literally your whole life is torn apart. I mean, it's, some, it's like somebody took a, a knife and just cut a a hole in your heart and split your life apart. And that tearing, that separation is so painful, 
so painful emotionally. And the feelings of, of loneliness come and go. You know, in the early stages, like the first year to two years, the loneliness was very deep and very painful. And um, the thoughts that I had in my head that, you know, I would never be with anyone again and I would wake up in the morning alone and, and I hated it. And the loneliness was deep and it was painful. And in this podcast, I just want to talk about three truths, three principles that helped me to recover. And again, I'm not completely recovered yet. So it's not like I'm all the way on the other side and have made it to the land of complete healing and recovery. But I've come a long ways. And through that whole period, there's been uh, three truths that, um, and I think back on it, that have helped me and given me hope throughout the whole period. And the first one is, um, all three of them, by the way, are, are based in scriptural truth. And I'm not sure where you're coming from if you're listening to this podcast, but, you know, the scriptures are true for me. I believe that they are true, and they are the basis for my life. So I have to, um, of course, tell the truth. And the truth is that the first um, scriptural truth that I'd like to share with you that really helped me was the fact that Jesus simply said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. So in the deepest parts of my loneliness, when all I was thinking about was the fact that I was alone and that no one would ever be with me again, I would always come back. It was like the Holy Spirit inside of me would always bring back the truth that Jesus said, that he would never leave me and he would never forsake me. So at my worst moments, what brought me out of it is just knowing that God was with me, that I wasn't really alone, that no matter what I lost, no matter who I lost, that God would never leave me. He would never take off. He would never abandon me. And this is obviously something that you have to accept by faith if you believe this. I had to accept it by faith because there's no physical evidence. There's no experiential evidence, especially when you're you know, in that deep loneliness, that that is true. But yet the Bible says so, so I believe it. And the more I washed myself in that, the more I would recover. And then, of course, I'd fall back into loneliness again and the cycle would start again. But each time I reminded myself that God would never leave me and never forsake me, I would come back out of it. And now I'm coming back out of it and staying out of that loneliness much longer than I am in it. In the beginning, I was in it more than I was out of it. Now I'm out of it more than I'm in it. And it's because of the truth that God would never leave me and never forsake me. Now, I never did a study on this, but I wanted to share this with you. I think there's a little bit of a difference between leaving and forsaking. And this is kind of splitting hairs, but Jesus said it, so I wanted to share what I think the Holy Spirit brought to me. Is that leaving is like, it's kind of like in the physical realm. It's, it's like when somebody actually physically leaves you, right? In a divorce, the other person, the husband or the wife, they leave. They actually physically leave 
And there's a chance you may never see them again. That's the, in my case, that's true because I moved out of the state. So I may never see my ex-wife again. There was a physical leaving. And Jesus said, I would never do that. I'll never leave you where you're devoid of the Holy Spirit of Christ in your life. That's a promise. It's a powerful one. Forsaking is slightly different. It has the idea of leaving, but it, it kind of means like a good example is like two people are married, right? They're living together, but they grow apart. So they're living in the same house. They see each other every day, but there's, there's a dead relationship there. And with each passing day, it's getting further and further apart. You haven't physically left, but you have forsaken the other person. You've kind of left them emotionally. You left them relationally, even though you might be physically there. Jesus said, I would never do that either. I won't leave you. I'll always be living inside you once you receive me. And I'll never abandon you like emotionally or uh, like abandon you with my word or like just I'll be there, but I won't be there. I think that's, I know that's splitting hairs, but to, to receive both of those is so wonderful. It's like an insulating factor that will help you in your loneliness to come out of it and to recover, knowing that God will never leave you and never forsake you. A second truth that I would like to share that helped me a lot is to know that no matter what I went through, no matter how much mistakes that I have made and how much sin that I may have committed, you know, during the time of my relationship. And like for me, in my relationship, there wasn't any infidelity or anything like that, but there certainly was some very bad mistakes. And I know them now clearer than I ever did before. But no matter what I did, no matter what my past is, God said that all of that is covered in the cross. It all was nailed to the cross. God has forgiven me, and he's actually for me and not against me. I had to receive that. That's called grace. <laughs> and what would we do as believers, as Christians, without understanding and living in God's grace? God's grace is that... <clears throat> It's that sense in God that he'll never leave you, never forsake you, and he'll always forgive you. In fact, he's already forgiven all of your sins, past, present, and future. That's amazing to even consider. And to know that I can get my life back in order, that I know I'm going to heal completely, and then God's going to use me in a powerful way because he's actually for me. It doesn't seem that way. When you're going through something as horrible as a death in the family or a death of a loved one or a divorce or things that are very painful emotionally, it doesn't seem like God's with you. But again, the scriptures are not based on what it feels like. It's based on the truth. And you have to accept it, not emotionally. You have to accept it by faith. The only thing that pleases God, the Bible says, is faith. And faith, in its most basic form, is accepting the Word of God, accepting His Word as truth, because it is. And so that's the second aspect of God's Word that really helped me, knowing that I'm forgiven for my mistakes, she's forgiven for her mistakes, and God is for me, and my life's not over. I still have a purpose and a plan that God has set 
in, since the foundations of the earth. And he's accepted me just as I am. All of my past, all of my present, and my future, he's accepted me by grace. That has always helped me to get through. And there is a third aspect of truth that has helped me to get through. And that is what I kind of just alluded to. That God has a purpose for my life. There's a future and there's a purpose and there's a plan and it's a plan to prosper me and not to harm me. And that God can actually take my mess, my pain, my disappointment, my setbacks. He can take all that and he can use it in a powerful way through me to serve other people who may be going through something similar. You know, your mess that you've gone through can become your mission. Your pain can become your purpose. And the saga that is your story can actually become the source of inspiration for helping other people. But you have to look at it that way. It's a perspective. It's a paradigm shift. And even Christians, believers in the Bible, oftentimes struggle with this, especially when you're in it. When you're going through the mess, when you're going through the disappointment, when you're going through the pain, it's difficult to receive and accept and walk in the truth that God can use what you're going through right now in the future to help other people. And yet, that's the truth. There's a reason for why you're going through what you're going through. It's not a random thing that just is like, designed to destroy your life. It isn't. It's designed to turn you into a powerful person of faith that can then help somebody else who's going to go through something very similar. And you can absolutely guarantee that that other people will go through the same kind of circumstance that you're going through. You can guarantee it. There's people right now that are going through what you're going through, and there's people that will be going through what you've already gone through. You're gonna be able to use your experience to serve God in a very powerful way. So these three truths have helped me to get through the pain of my divorce. And I hope that you consider all three of them. I hope you go back and listen to this podcast and take notes. Like, write down these three truths, if you're, especially if you're going through it. You know, if you're going through the mess, these three beacons of light, beacons of hope, will help you to heal, help you to hold on, help you not to give up, help you to forsake even thoughts of suicide, which some of you who are listening to this may be considering. This may be the truth that can save you. So, consider what I've said and let me know what you think. I'm always fishing for feedback because I want to learn myself, even from your experience. Tell me what you think about these three great truths to help you get through whatever disappointment, setback, pain that you're going through. This is Dan Trito, and wherever you are, In the world, I hope you make it a terrific day. God bless you. And we'll talk to you real soon on an upcoming podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.